everyone. Welcome to another losing episode this season of the Talking Blues podcast. My name is Josh and I'm joined by my friends and my co-hosts. And that is plural because all three of us are here today for the first time in a long time to discuss, unfortunately, another loss. It was uh, this match against Brentford, a 2-0 loss. And the game at halftime, you're thinking Chelsea has a chance in this one to not only end in a draw against this Brentford side, but maybe even come up on top victorious. Yeah, that did not end up happening as Brentford went on a run in the second half, scoring the late, I mean, the I wouldn't even say the game-winning goal because that was scored in the 58th minute. But they added another one in extra time, or not extra time, but added time, additional time at the end um, of the second half in 90 plus six uh, stoppage time. Brentford sneak up ahead of Chelsea now in the Premier League standings. One spot as the Blues sit um, outside the top 10 after 10 games in this season with three wins, three draws, four losses, um, and 12 points. In the last five matches for the Blues, they have lost twice, won twice, drew once. And we have the guys to talk about it, Alex, Peter. First of all, how are you guys doing? We're recording on the Sunday night after the game, the day after. Um, but the same result still applies. It's still a Chelsea loss. And I want to say a Chelsea loss that we felt like there should have been more in this game headed the Blues' way. More opportunities on net for them and just not able to capitalize. Anyway, I'll send it to you guys now. How are we doing? Well, I'm doing well. It's obviously... well. I'm doing well. It, it balances out. I'm doing well because all three of us are finally back. You know, it's been way, 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 way too long at this point, but we're back. But of course, the one time that we're all back, of course, it has to be a, a very disappointing defeat where, like you say, we could have and should have gotten more from this game. But I say this every time we have a game like this. It's been the Chelsea of the past few years where we just we look great. We look, we create chances. We hit the crossbar. Look, Medwake, I had that great little dribble and shot that hit the crossbar. We always, we, we come so close and we create so many chances where you'd think, oh, there's no way they didn't win this game. But then we make one defensive mistake. They score one goal. And then we just don't have any hope because we just can't score because we always just have these games where we create these chances, have bad finishing, I don't know, whatever happens. Something happens where we can't create, finish the chances we create. And then they score that one. And then we just lose. And then obviously they uh, that second goal, whatever, you know, it happens. San- Sanchez up. It is what it is. But it's just unfortunate because, I mean, I guess you could kind of say you expected it to come after the Arsenal game. But, I mean, it wasn't even that. We looked good after it. I thought if, I thought if we were going to come and lose after that Arsenal game, it would be because we started sluggish because we, our mentality wasn't good enough. But we started fine. We started well, if anything. And then as the game went along, we just couldn't do anything. And then eventually they get a breakthrough and we just lose. And, you know, it's just annoying because <laughs> this always happens to us. It's happened to us forever. And I mean, hopefully it changes. But until then, really, it's just going to continue happening to us. And we're going to have more of these episodes where I keep saying the exact same thing over and over again. You know, it's bad when Peter only talked for a little over two minutes. Um, there's just it's just not enough intensity going forward. Um, not enough quality creation and you know I know a lot of people uh you know got on Nico Jackson obviously had a couple of chances and uh you know 
some other guys as well defensively, but uh, it just was an overall bad game uh, in terms of the transition. It felt like once you got into the final third, just nothing was going our way. You got a couple of goals um, that, you know, just weren't, um, you know, lack of focus, I guess you can say, uh, especially for the first one. But um, overall, I think Sanchez had actually quite a few good saves, which was, uh, you know, positive to see after he had kind of a stinker against Arsenal, um, especially when they, with that deep goal from Rice and uh, and then the winner, obviously, as well, uh, which, you know, you could argue was savable. But yeah, it's just, it's rough. Uh, you know, we have DeSassi at right back. Um, you know, it's, you know, I don't know. We need some of these players back from injury, I think is really the key part. Um, you're looking at Reese James, obviously slowly getting back into the rhythm of things. Um, and then obviously in Kunku, hopefully coming back soon. I think he would be a really important part um, of trying to be just a little bit more, um, you know, progressive in front of goal and progressive in the final third and in chance creation and stuff like that. Um, and, and I'm interested to see what Poch ends up doing when we get some of these guys back to full health. Um, you know, and, and we didn't have Enzo in this one either. So, you know, I, I thought it was interesting how he lined up. Uh, I thought I liked how, you know, when the lineups came up, uh, came out, how it looked um, with Mad Wake and then Palmer and Sterling. Obviously, you got, you know, guys who can kind of rotate all around and then Jackson up front, who, you know, was playing very well uh, towards the beginning of the season has kind of plateaued off a little bit. But overall, it's 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 really tough to watch this Chelsea team because, you know, in the back of your head, you know, once you go down one nil, it's really, really tough for them to come back. Uh, it's, you know, once they're ahead, we saw against Arsenal, obviously they didn't, weren't able to keep the lead. So when you're ahead, you always know the lead's not safe. Uh, but then when you're behind, you know, it's pretty safe for the other side. And, and that's the frustrating part here for Chelsea. Yeah. And here's the thing, right? At least Pasuccino is taking um, the results and, and he's telling people to blame themselves. He's saying he puts the blame on, on him um and saying we need to take account for what just happened even though the team did manage to like i said have 17 shots uh, only two tests in the keeper but 17 shots aimed at the goal 69% of possession in this match only to lose to nothing is just i mean i know we're saying this but it's not of recent chelsea history uh for results to go this way for the blues alex i know you mentioned christopher and cuckoo coming in to this match or to this match to uh, the Chelsea season and that happening soon. I mean, I guess soon is a word to, to, to use. I don't think to describe in Kunku's return table at this point, we're in the beginning of November, uh, almost the beginning of November. It's not even Halloween yet for us, uh, which is October 31st. And you're talking about in Kunku, like it's the new year's right around the corner. We have one thing at a time we have to deal with. Christopher and Kunku is hoping to return in early 2024. Um, with that being said, unless there's recovery processes that I am unaware of that he's coming back within timetables that are potion, actually, Josh, hey, uh, to be fair, to be fair, there's pictures of him on Twitter wearing outdoor training gear, which doesn't mean anything, but it's giving me hope inside. And that's the only light in like this hope for this Chelsea team right now. So I'm just going to run with that and say, hey, maybe he's back sooner. But realistically, he's not. And even if he was going to come back, we know he's getting injured first game he plays in. So, I well, mean, it doesn't really matter, that, does Peter? it? Peter, and uh, not even that. Wait, I want to go back to the first thing he said, because man's made two comments back to back that were questionable. The second one was that, or the first one was that, oh, there's pictures of him wearing training gear. Yeah, Peter, 
a year ago for you, there was pictures of you dressed in athletic wear heading to the gym. You still had a torn ACL and you weren't going on the field and playing a full night. No, 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 no. I'm saying he was. Yeah, this guy doesn't get it. I right? understand what you're saying. I get it. However, it just he, doesn't. He, I don't think he gets it, guys. What are you talking about? I don't think he gets Alex, it, guys. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I don't know what kind There's of There's a difference between know. wearing training gear and going on to the pitch and training. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's running drills and shit. It's the same thing if you're talking about American football. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers today practiced and practiced uh, in the backfield taking some jogs and slides. Like, anyway, guys. Anyway, guys. <laughs> anyway, guys. Yeah, Christopher Nkunku, hopefully he's back, you know. You know, hopefully he helps out Nico Jackson because we saw what they could do together in that. preseason. And that was pretty fun when they played together. So hopefully they can play together and they can bring the best out of each other, like a dynamic duo and all of that. So, yeah, that's kind of my comments for this done. I'm not sure where we were before this, but uh, yeah, cool guys. Yeah. Josh, you got anything to say to that? Or <laughs> you still alive? I'm just checking on you. I'm uh I'm at a loss for words, Alex, after that, honestly. Yeah, it's it's interesting. But what I would say is I know, you know, we're we're thinking early 2024, but I'm hoping – no, I can't even say it seriously. I'm just – Okay, sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll, lock, I'll lock back When in. we're watching this Chelsea attack right now, you're in such dire need of just someone, some hope uh, in front of goal, some hope in the final third. And, and Kunku, we saw what he did in preseason. We've obviously seen what he's done at Leipzig over the past few years. Um, and, and he brings that hope and, you know, maybe it's two months away. Maybe it's three months away. Maybe it's four or five months away. Um, but we got to hold on to that as Chelsea fans. Cause, uh, we know he's can a top I, quality talent. Can I ask you guys something? Like, honestly, I, I know that I keep on saying, Oh, majority of possession. Oh, 17 shots. Only two of them coming on goal though. Like, but even though Chelsea is controlling all of this stuff, like it, I, I don't, feel like they're putting any pressure on their opponents when they have even though all of these shots on goal like i feel like the shots don't even threaten the keeper i feel like they the other team isn't even getting worried that like oh chelsea has possession like well they're not even going to take advantage of it because we can't score goals it's a lot of passive possession just a lot of possession that you know isn't really going anywhere you know just a lot of passing back or side to side type action and just not that final penetrating ball that we need and if we do get that final penetrating ball in we're unable to finish and that and that's the problem so either either or or both in some cases yeah it's and i mean even when we do even when <laughs> even when we do have that and we get into the chance where it's clear that we should be scoring we act like it's the most impossible chance and we have the same chance of scoring as if we were shooting from like 40 yards out. It's so like to answer your question, Josh, yeah, we have these things and we get these shots and we get this possession, but no one really is worried because we either a can't get into the dangerous possession, uh, that dangerous spot of the field. And even when we do, who's, who's scoring it for us? We don't have someone who we can say a hundred percent is going to just score every single time they get into that. I spot. have someone. Uh-huh. Peter, it's Christopher and Cuckoo who right the now training very... tops, guys. The training tops, guys. Soon, back soon. Yes, the training tops. And my magic potion will be out on the pitch in no time. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, you know, he soon he's gonna be in the and on the end of those balls from Mudrick. Gonna be on the end of those balls from Palmer, and it's gonna be fine, guys. Because don't worry, he the training tops, guys. Don't worry, soon. And uh, we we talk about soon because soon is what we're going to look to right now. The future matches for Chelsea coming up. I remember two weeks ago uh, when we had our episode, Peter and I did recapping Burnley. uh, We were talking about this stretch upcoming is rough. 
And we had a couple matches before then that I was like, whoa, Peter, like, slow your roll. We got to face Arsenal first, which is a tough matchup. But then we have Brentford and then an EFL Cup match. Well, after the EFL Cup match, it's it's difficult, uh, to say the least, because the back-to-back games after that, even Newcastle United actually, throw them in there. Why not? Uh, so the EFL Cup match against Blackburn Rovers is on Wednesday afternoon, late afternoon. At this rate, us. that it's one's going to be a challenge, too. Yeah, you know, it probably will be. Who knows? Um, uh, but that's that's not what my main point is. It's the three after that because Chelsea don't play during the weekend. They play Monday afternoon against Tottenham. Yeah, that's right, Tottenham. They play uh, the first-place team in the Premier League. Then they play the third-place team in the Premier League the following week on Sunday against Manchester City. And then after that, the week later, they play the sixth-place team in the Premier League in Newcastle United, Chelsea have not even cracked the top 10 at this current moment in the Premier League. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, they sit in 11th. So this, we want to talk about a rough stretch. This is the definition of what a rough stretch can become and what amounts after a potential three losses in a row and your team struggling heading into December because the Newcastle United match is a November 25th game. The week after that, we're in December at that point. And you're around, right? Obviously, I know we're not there yet, but you're around the new year, meaning you're around the transfer window. It's looming. Once December hits, those rumors are swirling. Of, I mean, even during now, the dead point of the transfer window, they're still like, uh, or like the transfer window not being open. There's still rumors here and there. But, you know, in December, especially late December, everything's going to start swirling. So, Keep an eye on that. You know, I, I, as a Chelsea fan, obviously, I, I, I'm not hoping for three losses in a row, but I'm just assuming the worst because that's what I'm going to do as a pessimistic fan at this point in the year. I think it's rightly so uh, with where this team is sitting that now how many rumors in the beginning of December start getting thrown around if this team loses those three games? How many players are talked about like, all right, Let's get rid of all of these guys. You know, how, how many players get thrown into the loop of getting put on loan or selling them in general? Or what's been the more likely of the of the three options? Who is Chelsea going to bring in again? How much more money are we going to spend this transfer window? Because that's what it's been the past couple of years. It has not worked out successfully, but I'm sure uh, that's what fans are going to do. Who can we bring in to make a change here? How many more millions, uh, millions of, of dollars and pounds can... Uh, Chelsea spend um but anyway that is my season outlook for the next month as we head into November three very tough games um guys your final statements about what this team is heading into the near future well you're talking about rumors that are going to start swirling in December but literally after the game today Fabrizio tweeted saying that Chelsea are looking to sign a center back in 2024 and we've already been linked to Ivan Tony. We've already been linked to Victor Osimhen multiple times throughout here. So I think if uh, we're, I got to pick one of those three options, I'm pretty sure the most likely option will be more money down the drain. I don't want to say down the drain, but, you know, a lot more money spent, we'll say, on players who are hopefully going to come in and do their job instead of players that come in and get injured immediately. <laughs> Lavia, please come back soon. And Kunku. Training top, please come back soon. But, I mean, we'll see. 
I think we do need to spend a bit more money, but hopefully we're on the breaking point where as soon as we spend a tiny bit more, we'll finally get there. But I very much am coping right now. I don't even know what to say. I just want to focus on right now, the next few games. We got to get that right. And, you know, we've spent so much money. All losses. Sorry. We've spent so much money. And (laughs) I just feel like we need to get some stuff going right. And I feel like the chemistry between a lot of these new pieces is coming together. And I'm hoping we can see at least some better performances, maybe not better results, um, but at least some good performances against some top sides in the next few. Well, we'll have to wait and see about that. Guys, I want to say this. This is the first episode of all three of us being together since um, over a month ago. I think it was September 25th was our last episode where the three of us were able to collaborate uh, in talking about a Chelsea game. Would you really call this a collaboration, Josh? Are you calling this a collaboration? It's more just a bunch of talking all over each other, as I just did right now. Yeah, that's who. Uh, In that game, Chelsea won. We beat Aston Villa in September, but we lost this game, and that's really what we care about right now. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I didn't know uh, where I was going with that, but I do want to say that hopefully we're back again together um, for a game on Monday night, probably a Monday night recap of the Chelsea versus Tottenham match happening during the day then. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We appreciate it. Hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Follow Alex on Twitter at anorian 23 I'm on Twitter at JoshJolo29. And we will see you next time for I don't even I don't even know how to preview this game against Tottenham. For a match against Tottenham. For a Chelsea win, goddammit. For a Chelsea win. There you go. Against Tottenham. Come on. Against Spurs. Yeah, we we got those guys. Come on. I mean, to be fair, we do own them, but it's not gonna happen this game. Let's hey be guys, real. let's uh let's go PG thirteen on this podcast real quick. What do we think of Tottenham? Shit. What do we think of shit? Tottenham. What, why do you say that? I don't know why I said it like that. I don't know why I said it like that, but I tried thank to do an... you. <laughs> Finish it, please. I can't, I can't now. Alex. What'd you say? I said, <laughs> there's no way you didn't say that. You're all right. <laughs> thank you. We ain't Tottenham. 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 We are the Tottenham. <laughs> Bye guys. Go Please lose. just end it. Please.